The second hindrance is anger. Anger gets star billing actually, although it usually is listed after desire in the traditional list of the five hindrances or the five uh, mental irritants, psychic irritants, emotional um, illnesses. It really should get star billing because it is more destructive than desire. And it's also, according to the Buddha, easier to get rid of. So there's hope. The Buddha says, anger is a great stain upon the personality, but is relatively easy to get rid of. Desire is a lesser stain upon the personality, but is very hard to get rid of. This is something to keep in mind, a good little bit of knowledge, that desire is a more uh, widespread phenomenon and is tolerated and doesn't always lead to destruction. Anger is very problematic and will be conducive to your own uh, unhappiness and the unhappiness of others as well. So. The similes that the Buddha gives for anger, first the water simile, the mind, when uh, in its best and healthiest condition is like pure, clear water. You can see through the water and it doesn't distort reality. Anger is equivalent to boiling water. The bubbles appear. And of course, when the bubbles appear, you can no longer see the bottom of the pot. Uh, everything is distorted. Now, that's problematic. So what happens to the mind in anger? The mind unwisely attends to the fault. Now the fault, it could be the fault in yourself. Sometimes you're angry at yourself. Sometimes you're angry at others. Sometimes you're angry at life in general, or even the universe. Um, what one is uh, obsessing about, one is focusing on, is some aspect of fault. And it is unwise attention to the fault. It's not that wise, kindly people do not see faults. They see faults. In fact, they may be more perceptive about faults than the angry person, but they see it with wise attention. And that's the distinction between wise attention and unwise attention. Unwise attention is accompanied by an emotion, a negative emotion, which we call anger, or we could say aversion. Because this can go all the way from mild irritability um, we could even include boredom in this. We could include sadness, uh, depression in it. Uh, all of these are forms of aversion. We just don't like the situation. Our feeling is that we want it not to be this way. We want to push it away. We want it to disappear or we would like even to destroy it. And so this is the spectrum all the way to cruelty and rage. Uh, it can go to ice-cold uh, feelings of 
wanting revenge and cruelty, um, or it can be very hot. But this is the spectrum. So the next simile is what does it feel like? And the Buddha gives the simile of a man who is sick. So uh, we should include the ladies as well. A man or a woman who is sick, physically ill, and when you get over it, that is the feeling of getting over anger. Anger is very similar to a sickness. It does not feel well. Anger never arises coincident with a pleasurable feeling. It always arises connected to an unpleasant negative feeling. Unlike desire, desire can arise actually with a positive uh, charge to it. It can arise with sense of pleasure uh, or a sense of uh, pain. But anger does not arise with a sense of pleasure. And if you're surprised by that, you need to reflect on this. You need to watch yourself in anger. And you will find out that it is not pleasant, whatever you think. You think perhaps that when I get angry, I feel better afterwards. No, you don't. It's not about afterwards. Afterwards, you feel better because the anger's not there. Some people think, when I shout and scream and hit pillows and stuff like this, I get the anger out. No, you don't, actually. You're experiencing anger all that time, and it's so unpleasant that it makes you want to scream and hit things. That's why, that's the connection between the anger and those activities. <clears throat> Perhaps the anger subsides afterwards, but what you've just done is set yourself up for more anger. You don't get over anger by being angry. You don't learn anything by maintaining anger. Anger is destructive, dangerous, and delusional. It feeds our misperceptions about the world. It feeds our ignorance and our delusions. It's the food of delusion. So anger is uh, very destructive. It is painful and but once again, we refer back to the Buddha's statement that it is easier to get rid of than desire. Why is that? Because it's painful. Almost everybody would like to get rid of anger. <clears throat> um, and lots of people are hesitant to get rid of desire. They're not sure why they should. But anger is much more likely that you are highly motivated. You would really like to be out of a situation, wouldn't you, that is making you angry. If you're around people who are negative, destructive, threatening, um, frustrating, how do you feel when you're away from them, around people who are the opposite, who are supportive, generous, kind, uh, humorous, What's the difference there? Which company do you prefer? Of course, everybody prefers that kindness, ease, humor, generosity, um, trust. Uh, so this is the uh, why anger is easier to get rid of because it's so painful and problematic. You're highly motivated. 
And if you do one thing, you should actually make it a feature. Perhaps in the order of things, you should be more attentive to the possibilities of anger. It requires mindfulness. Lots of people don't know they're angry. How is that possible? It's possible. It's become so normal, so a part of your ordinary being, to be irritated with life in general, um, slightly depressed or even significantly depressed. It's, it's become normal in your system and that's why you are not aware that you are angry. So you must, how are you going to know that you're angry? You must find some situation where you are not angry, that you are happy and at peace, and then you will know the difference. So until you have a break from it, you won't know how bad it is. This is what happens when you're raised in a terribly dysfunctional family life. For, you, you don't know that you're in a terribly dysfunctional family life until one day, you go visit your friends, <laughs> your neighbors, and they, they're very civilized. They don't hit each other or shout or curse each other or steal from each other. And it's just a revelation. And then you realize, I've come from the depths. Um, I, want, I never want to go back there. So this is the nature of anger. How to, how to help you get out of anger is, is to remove yourself from irritable situations, put yourself in pleasant environment and associate with people who are not angry but who are the opposite or who are kind and generous and patient and understanding until the dark clouds clear and you know what it's like to be in uh, the sunshine of goodwill and non-anger. So I hope I've tempted you um, with the carrot of uh, pleasant abidings and wise attention. And uh, I hope you make the journey quickly towards non-anger and its opposite, which is the presence of goodwill and um, ease. <laughs>